welcome to this Sunday morning meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Paul Abel. Well, thank you, Ron. We can hear you in the background. <laughs> that strange cough there coming from the background is a Ron Hicks. So let's go over to uh, where he is. Good morning, Ron. Lovely morning. to see you today. Great to see you. How are you? Uh, I am extremely well. So let's. Uh, it's good to have you here this morning. We've we've all had a bit of an uh, an adventure in this uh, sort of COVID nineteen times, haven't we? But uh, you have you have definitely had. Uh, I think probably one of the uh, well, probably one of the biggest adventures of all of us. I th- I would have said. Whoops. Um, so tell us a little bit about you know. What has been happening to you during this time of lockdown? Well, I mean, I take things to extremes, don't I? I mean, you lockdown, do, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've uh, I've been ill on and off for a couple of couple of three years, really. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, went, went to, I went to the doctors and uh, to get checked out for what looked like a bit of pneumonia, but he he found uh, that there was a heart murmur there, and that had to be checked out. So that, that, that happened. I'll just start so, so this was, the going to the doctors was absolutely nothing to do with what was about to happen. Absolutely nothing whatsoever, no. It was total, mm. you know, brilliant they got found at that point. Otherwise yeah. It could be a lot, lot worse. So praise God for that. So you, it was basically a chest infection of some sort you thought yeah, was yeah, going on? Yeah, chest infection, perhaps pneumonia. It was just a chest thing, that uh, coughing and sputtering and carrying on. Uh, so it was nothing to do with any... Anything to do with the heart, no. Oh, wow. Okay, so what happened next then? Well, I went to, to Scarborough Hospital and they did the scans and then uh, and found that my uh, aortic valve was uh, faulty, badly faulty, and the pipework that goes to it was, was stretched a long way, six to seven centimetres too big. So it was a, a real serious condition. Obviously, that uh, pipework... Six to seven was, centimetres doesn't sound insignificant no, in your heart. Large and uh, yeah, so obviously that burst that's uh, that's not good, so uh, yeah, that's a that put me on the journey to uh, to have the uh, the whole thing replaced, the valve and the uh, associated paint work, yeah, okay, wow. Um, so tell us more about what happened then on that journey from that point of discovering you needed heart surgery. That that kind of come that kind of been like, oh, that's good news. <laughs> no, it, it, it wasn't good news, really. I thought, well, you know, better things could happen to me, really, than this. Uh, I got, I got to, I made it to Scarborough Hospital, but it was about the same time as COVID was starting to kick off. Uh, so I was in there, and it was kicking off, and people were admitted to the hospital where I was with COVID. So obviously operations were, were difficult to come by, and originally I was going to go to Hull for my operation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or Castle Hill, just outside of Hull, which people may know. And uh, unfortunately, they, they they could no longer do it. I got stopped two or three times, told I was going, told I wasn't going. That was quite stressful, anxiety-inducing. Uh, so you'd like get a date for to go, wouldn't you? I remember remember us going through this actually, really, yeah. uh, not as personally as you, obviously, but yeah, yeah, you get a date. This is going to happen, and then oh no, that can't happen anymore. Which is very disheartening in something when you know the operation you need is really serious. Yeah, like, like life, you know, life-threatening situation. And then three times, I think it was, it was like kind of muted. I was going to Castle Hill, and three times it was said, "Ah, no, we can't. There's no, there's no beds. There's no uh, beds there because of the COVID thing." So, 
yeah, but they kept keeping me in uh, in Scarborough Hospital and, and keeping an eye on me. So that was one good thing. But obviously, the longer it goes on, the more anxiety inducing things can be. Yeah. How was your faith during this initial part? And how did you, what did you do? Well, uh, I, I knew that, you know, obviously you, you, you questioned, why has this happened to me? That, that, that you, you get those questions and that they're totally natural to have. But I kind of knew that it's a win-win situation, really, because I knew that uh, I'll either get fixed or go to heaven. So, you know, I really did believe that, and that really, really helped me. And I, I had faith that things would be good. I think it's in Romans 9 or 10. It says, faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of Christ. Mm -hmm. And you stand on those sort of things, don't you? you, you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, so I looked at those. I did a lot of Bible reading, looked at Hebrews and... You know, where faith is the assurance of things are up for. And I just looked at the Bible and, and chatted. And I was also able to minister in, in the, the world where I was in, in Scarborough to people around me, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, so that was good. So people got to hear the word through me there. So that was excellent. And then you were eventually sent to Middlesbrough because you couldn't get into Hull. That's right, yeah. And, and that was like, I ring up in the morning, are oh, you going now? So, <laughs> so yeah, and then I got whisked off to, 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 to Middlesbrough. And, uh, uh, yeah. I was there for a, a, a week before the operation, and again it got delayed there at least once or twice. But uh, eventually it went ahead, and uh, and thankfully I got one of the best surgeons in Britain, which is incredible because he, he shouldn't have been there really, and I was with somebody else, and uh, and the bounce back from that was really really good. And uh, again, and you were saying to to me you were one of the last people really uh, at that time to be able to have the heart operation that you needed because they yes. were being cancelled because of COVID-19. Yeah. I was the last person for, for, for a long time, yes, to, uh, because of COVID-19. So I was extremely fortunate and blessed to be able to have the operation. And uh, it was a phone call on that particular morning, the last operation for a while. Mm. That, uh, I went through, yeah. So all yeah. the way along, you really, uh, it's either lots of amazing coincidences or what, we would recognise as definitely the hand of God keeping you safe. I mean, you went to the doctors for a minor chest infection. It'd have been easy not to go for something like that, really, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And then, you, then you, then you're in Scarborough, and it seems really bad news that you can't get the operation. But the delay means you go to Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough where your right. operation is conducted by probably the best person in the land to do that kind of operation. That, yeah, you're absolutely. about the last person to have the operation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. amazing! Uh, and I was uh, but of course, but I, I think people should know as well. You didn't you that you then came out, and because you'd been in hospital right at the height of the of the pandemic, uh, you then you then had been tested, and you actually had COVID nineteen yourself, didn't you? While that's recovering the, from heart operation. That's right. I, I came back. Uh, I was back ridiculously quickly from the heart operation. You meant to go to HTU high intensity unit after the operation. I was mm. up and about and walking the next day, literally less than 24 hours. So it just whisked me back to a ward. That shouldn't uh, happen. No, 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 absolutely not. I was the first person ever to do that in uh, James Cook. Uh, so, but the guy next to me had COVID, but he didn't know. And obviously right. I, went to, yeah, I went to pray for him because he was going for an operation soon, but they'd all stopped the heart operation, so he didn't know when. Uh, and obviously the nurse was tending to him and tending to me, so I ended up with, with COVID-19, yes. Every day, two days after the operation. Yeah. Wow! I, I, but yet, you still make this miraculous recovery despite having mm -hmm. something that 
does to the human body potentially the opposite. Yeah, so, no praise God. Zero symptoms of COVID. I mean, I had so it. you 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 went home, and then although you were home with Deborah at long last because you'd been in hospital, was it four weeks, five weeks? A month, yeah, a good month. A month, <laughs> yeah. So you get home, but then you've got to be in complete isolation from Deborah in the home. Yeah. For 10 days in the bedroom, yeah. Sat on a chair, yeah. yeah. Wiping every surface down. and Absolutely, yeah. I'm not moving, just going to the toilet and back and, and go wash and back. Yeah, that's it. 10 yeah. days. Yeah. Although you said you took more precautions, things in bags, wiping everything down, but you, yeah, so you yeah. made one, one mistake, was it, where you were too close to Deborah as you passed one another to the bathroom or something like That's that? Right. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we yeah. separate we and everything. You're right. And, and, and that everything. one small contact, well, less than mm. a meter, about a meter or so. Yeah. Then Deborah got COVID-19 as well. So you both had it. Yes. And she has symptoms. She lost a loss of taste and things like that. The, the, yeah. uh, Praise God, she's been okay, but she's lost. She had more symptoms than I ever had. Oh, uh, praise God! Because you're both completely. Uh, this is a while back now. You're both completely yeah. free of it. Yeah. yeah. What What really uh, kept you up during this challenging time? It would have been easy to just sink lower and lower. I mean, something like that. Oh, I've had. Even when you were coming out, you couldn't be with Deborah. Now you've got COVID nineteen, and we know how serious that can be. How, what kept you up? What kept you going then? Friends, church family, you know, a, a few people were really, really close to me, contacted me every day, you know, Deborah was there, uh, Claire Daniels was there, yourself was, was calling me. There was people that were close to me. But really, it's you, you, you tend to go, don't you, for, for Jesus, because that's where you have to go. Well, we hope to, but this was yeah. what you did, yeah. Yeah, you have to, because now we really encourage everybody, that's the thing to do. Because yeah. even in your head, you may feel that this is not very good, you know, that, that's my understanding, and it does say, doesn't it, in Proverbs somewhere, uh, uh, 2 or 3, I can't remember exactly what it is. Don't lean on your own understanding. But, oh, yeah, Proverbs 3. But, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, 5 and 6. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well-known one, isn't it? Yeah, Trust well, in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding, is what you're Proverbs. thinking of, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. And th that's the thing, isn't it? It's easy to believe your own head, because your own head's shouting at you. But the truth is in the Bible, and that's where to go. And uh, that's been a massive encouragement to me all the way through, because when I got down, straight to the Bible, you know, form my friends up, connect. Uh, and what not to do is, is sit down in it and, 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 and start letting your own head take over. Uh, that's what not to do. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, and praise God, you know, I, I now am fitter than I've ever been uh, since I'm in the 20s, probably. Yeah, I mean that was the final thing I was going to bring up. You've, you've really because this thing. I mean that verse you quoted: "Trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding." It says, "In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight." So you did that part, but alongside faith, you added action, which is always necessary, and you also needed to get fit and you needed to exercise again. Uh, how much weight is it you've lost? Just a five stone, Paul. Just five stone. I mean, look at anybody looking at you on the screen today is going to think, "Wow, you're looking so well." Yeah, you yeah. are. You know. Yeah. Uh, and you feel better than you've had since. Well, you say since your twenties. Oh yeah, I mean, fitter now than physically than mm. than yeah. When I used to play football back in my twenties, yeah, I can I can now walk distances and I can cycling twenty k virtually every day on the on the exercise bike. You know, so. You know, that's, that's no mean feat, but, you know, before I could hardly walk into the street when I was poorly, you know, so 
it's just a vast improvement from where I were. It's just, you know, it's unrecognisable for Escon. It really, really is. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's really good to share as well because uh, when people think of faith, they can think of just you know intensely believing or something, but actually it says we walk by faith, not by sight. It's mm. walking. It's doing something. It's active. Faith is putting things into place, isn't it? Uh, which I suppose I suppose really covers the, the my sort of last question. You today we kind of covered it, but I don't know if you add want to add anything to it. Um, it was about what. Everybody's gone through some some form of stress, some a lot more than others. Some are in more difficult situations at home than others. And we're kind of coming out of lockdown, but it's a little bit vague and there's this restriction and that restriction and stuff. So a lot of people still are quite uh, concerned and worried, stressed maybe. So you've been through something enormous in this. So what, what advice have you got for people going through uh, stressful situations or similar yeah. situations? What's, what's really helped me, as I've mentioned already, is, is, is getting into the Word, but also getting outside. If you can get oh, outside, if you can get outside at all, I mean, you see what God's created around you. You just, you just look at a flower or anything, grass, anything, and it's massively uplifting. I mean, you, you can see the sea from there. You, you lift Paul, it's fantastic, isn't it? And so it it's is. seeing God's nature out there, and, and that's so, so, so okay. And obviously communication with people. Get some close people, two or three people around you, and tell them everything, you know, what's and all, and, mm. and and those people will help you. So communication, get in that word and, and believe what's in the word, not what's in your head. It's okay to crash a little bit because we're human, but don't stay there, and then mm. get outside and get outside and, and look at what God's created because it's it's absolutely beautiful, Paul. Ah, I love I love that little extra twist there at the end that you've given us about just getting out and enjoying creation. You know, yeah. it's not just it's not just about burying your head in the Bible or however important that is and that's essential. But yeah, enjoy God everywhere. Yes, it, it's so it's good to go up your head. It's psychologically so good to be outside. And yeah. so don't sit in and watch telly or, or just, just just move yourself if you can. I mean, not everyone can, uh, but if you can, do it. There's an awful lot of people commenting on our conversation here. Shona is saying, wow, praise God, what an incredible, wonderful testimony. Uh, Brian is saying, God-given speedy recovery. Absolutely. Uh, Ruth Brian says, five stone wow. <laughs> it is a bit of a wow. Yeah. Juliet is coming in and agreeing. Pro uh, awesome testimony. Thank you, Ron. Praise God. Uh, Karina's got that actual verse there for us. Proverbs 3, verses 5 uh, and 6. Thank you. Uh, uh, lots of lots of praise God. Helen says praise God for his healing, powerful testimony. Uh, and generally just uh, Karina says, yes, God's creation is so beautiful. Donna, yes, amen. So lots of people really uh, uh, built up, I think, to hear your story good, this morning. So, uh, go ahead. I said, I'm glad people are encouraged. That's really good. Praise God. Yeah, well, bless you for coming and sharing what is a, a very personal story with us this morning father we pray for ron and deborah we thank you for this uh, amazing story of your faithfulness through difficulty and the fact that uh, faith is what enables us to overcome uh, when we are overcomers that means that there is something to come over and uh, father we thank you that ron and deborah together have gone through this but they have overcome and not only has ron overcome in the sense of he's he's, he's sort of survived it but he's coming out stronger fitter 
uh, uh, for everything that's got, that he's gone through. And so, Father, we thank you, especially for that super quick encouragement and everything just being in the right place at the right time. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Peter says, this is a fantastic blessing to us all. Good news, Ron. God is good. David says, uh, great testimony. God honours faith. Uh, Donna Wadsworth says, great encouragement, Ron. Kiss, kiss. There you go. Uh, Amanda says, amen. Uh, so thank you, Father. It's it's just great to have all these different uh, uh, acknowledgements and agreements with you. We can't shout out in the in the summit in a, in agreement right now, but we can shout out in the comments to, to build up our faith. So thank you so much, Ron. And um, we will uh, well we'll catch up personally again soon. All right. Amen. God bless you, mate. God bless you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.